Got me feeling like Pitbull up in this bitch Dancing on my tiptoes up in this bitch, I'm awesome Got me feeling like switching my name, Bob Awesome Everything else be the same, still risky biz For like 15 years, that's loyalty kids Way to pull my beard Hello, hello, <laughs> alright, welcome to Noob Tap Takeover My mic is about to fall, my name is Boston Beer Benny Joined here by my co-host Moses Malone We are the hosts of the Noob Podcast And uh, Mo, how you doing today? I'm doing alright uh, yeah, I think maybe a little bit better than you right now. But. Yeah, this is uh, this is I don't know who set this up, but um, it's a little top heavy, I think. Yeah, I, it's a I, little maybe put a little more, get a little more bass. Yeah, I get you, I get you. So <laughs> this is the Noob Tap Takeover on 990 WBOB. We are happy to to be back after a couple months off, Mo. Yeah, that was. That was probably the longest that we've had without having a radio show for a little while. I know. It, it, gets, weird. it gets It's a real sad time of the year, too. Like, not a ton of sports on. It's dark early. You yeah. know, snow started falling. So Yeah, one of the three days that we get snow in the winter was happened to be a radio show of day. Course. So of course it was. That's the noobed boy's luck. <laughs> so we have a uh, good show for you today. I wouldn't say great. I would just say good. <laughs> <laughs> good. Keep <laughs> the expectations low. <laughs> We're going to run down the tap list here. We got, uh, what are you drinking in local releases? Uh, there is no local distro update tonight, but we do have uh, a Price is Right beer segment, Mo, which should be a lot of this fun. It's going to be fun. Yeah, that's going to be a ton of fun. I'm uh, glad I didn't look up anything. I just played, I want to play the game for real. I am you too. Had my you got to play it straight, you know? Yeah, you got to play it straight. We also have uh, some Cloudwater drama from uh, our friends across the pond at Cloudwater Brewery. We do. Um, Big, big fiasco, but we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, we have some weird beer stuff and Shelfer of the Week. Hey, <laughs> we are officially recording now. Uh, so we'll start off the show as we do every week, Mo, with uh, what are you drinking? Uh, I got a treat in my glass right now from Treehouse. Uh, I got a bunch of cans when we went up. Uh, What's the name of the beer? Treat. <laughs> yeah, I know. You said oh, a treat. Oh, I got it. I got it. I get what you did there. See what I did? Yeah. Uh, Pharaoh would think that was funny. <laughs> He's downstairs fanboy and hot over this beer right now. Yeah, what is, That's a single IPA? Imp uh, Imperial IPA. I think it's a double, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he said, of course, the new boys bring bring Treehouse, but I didn't see him turn it down when I pushed it toward him. So Only only the best for Joe. You know, yeah, we, we I mean. bring the best. He's like, oh, only monkish. <laughs> okay, whatever. On to some local happenings, guys. Uh, here in Rhode Island, we are recording live from Cranston, Rhode Island. Uh, we are from Massachusetts, but... That's neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. Uh, Proclamation just recently had their fifth anniversary, which was really exciting, and they really took the time to do it right. And I thought it was a uh, great way to that they did their event. So they released a new beer on Wednesday, on Thursday, and on Friday, along with uh, some scratch tickets where you could win some free swag. You could win a, a free pour, a four-pack, or you could win a chance to play their uh, homemade Plinko board. Mm -hmm. where they gave that. away bigger gift cards, which was really, really cool. Uh, the three beers that they released on Wednesday, they did a beer named Five, which was a sour triple IPA. That one sounded interesting. It sounded so good. With vanilla, I believe it was. Uh, didn't get to try it, but hopefully you know, they might still have some pours at the brewery. Uh, on Thursday, they did a beer called Fomenclature, which is obviously a take on their nomenclature. Very cool can art. It was the cat dressed in different disguises, yep. celebratory yep, so, uh, things. Uh, that's a double IPA. And then on Friday, they released a beer called uh, Smorgasbord, which is a s'mores stout that they did. Looked fantastic, Mo. Yeah, that one looked to be uh, 
my my sleeper of all of them, the one I would would have been most excited to go up there and get. Unfortunately, I was on a beer hiatus because I just lost my shirt at Treehouse, so I couldn't really <laughs> I couldn't really justify another trip. Um, I, she just might have left me for sure. Yeah, well, shout she out to Jess, friend of the show. <laughs> she told me actually I would contemplate leaving you if you went. So speaking of birthdays, uh, <laughs> Trillium had a yeah. had a birthday, right? Or the their sixth anniversary. Sixth anniversary party coming up on was it the twenty third? Oh yeah, it hasn't happened yet. It hasn't happened yet. Yeah. Um, coming up on March twenty third down by the waterfront in Boston, two sessions sold out like lickety split. Yeah. It's, 12 to 3 and 5 to 8. They'll have a bunch of special uh, guest appearances and special brews as they always do. Um, we did We did not. I didn't get tickets to that. No, this is one of the hardest tickets in town. Yeah, well, we didn't. We, we got shut out last year as well. Oh, that's um, right. That's looking right. forward to their anniversary beer. They always put out good stuff. Yeah, for sure. We did a segment about it on the radio prior. Uh, dialed in. They've had. They the did the. Uh, Tetral, yeah, that was a great beer too. So I don't, th- I think I tried that one on tap. I don't think I got a bottle of it. I'm excited to see what they come out with. Yeah, but um, should be something good. Yeah, uh, another event coming on locally in uh, Rhode Island. Long live! I, I was a little mistaken when I wrote my notes here. So this is actually at PVD Donuts, but it's called Doggos Donuts and Drafts. It's going to be this yeah. Saturday, March 9th. Uh, the doggos will be dogs brought by people mm. uh, because this event uh, portion of the proceeds go to the Providence Animal Rescue. The donuts are for at Powered by Donuts on uh, Instagram. It's his birthday party. Yeah. Apparently, they, this is a donut blog. Yeah, he's a big like blog guy. Yeah. So he's uh, a fan of many donuts, <laughs> a jack of many donuts, if you will. Sure, sure, um, a jack of many donuts. He likes to write about them. Yeah. Take well, I mean, who doesn't like to eat donuts? I mean, that that person is a foolish man, but mm. um, I never thought to write a blog about him, but good for him, man. I mean, he's getting some pub. He's got uh, one of the bigger donut companies around and one of the bigger breweries around to throw him a party. Yeah. So that's more than I can say I've done with my life. Yeah, the donuts are from PVD Donuts and also the Donut Project in NYC, which I've never had, but it sounds I, delightful. I would assume if they're invited to an event like this, they probably make pretty good donuts. Yeah. Just and, I'm going to go out on a limb there. Hot take. <laughs> and the drafts are from Long Live, as we mentioned. Yeah, no uh, details on that aspect. Yeah, so this is an after-hours event. It's a little vague because everyone thinks, well, everyone, me, thinks it's at Long Live, but it's, it has nothing to do with Long Live. It's at PVD. Yeah. After hours, 5 to 9. Apparently, you had to RSVP. It goes through Eventbrite. The price is free, but it's sold out. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really understand that. Maybe because, I don't know, maybe because I'm not, I'm not a smart guy. I don't, I don't know. I've been called worse. But uh, <laughs> I, I read it on Instagram, and you actually you told me about it, and we looked it up on the way up here, and I went... It sent me right to Eventbrite to get details for the for the event, and I said it was sold out, but that tickets were free. But it made it look like you needed to RSVP and like kind of get like your like RSVP number to show at the door or something like that. Like maybe they were only letting I don't know 100, 200 people in or something like that. So I don't know. I don't have any any firmer details on that. But if you're gonna try to go, you know, just act confident when you get to the door you yeah know? it sounds like it's going to be a hipster's paradise i mean oh, donuts yeah. dogs i mean long live armando's going to be there just yeah. swagged out to the teeth i'm yep. sure uh, <laughs> so, i mean i love beer and i love donuts but you know i hate dogs in a brewery so yeah that's um I, i've never even been to pvd i don't know what the setup's like but 
Um, I, I do imagine it's going to be packed. So if you're going there, be prepared to wait and uh, smell like dog when you leave. Yeah. There's not a lot of donut shops that I can think of off the top of my head that are, like, really huge. <laughs> yeah, so I got a feeling this is going to be, like, a little hole-in-the-wall place. I mean, I'm picturing, like, a place like Long Live. Yeah, me but too. But they sell donuts, and that day they're just going to be nuts, though. Yeah. Uh, hopefully it's a nice day. Maybe people can kind of spill outside a little bit. Yeah, any uh, details on their new spot? I know they've been posting, speaking about Long Live, uh, they've been posting a lot of cool pictures of the new decor of the new spot. Um, I talked to some people online when I was waiting there uh, right before the new year, and they were saying that it's just moving down the street. And actually, uh, what is it, Beer Beer on Earth has taken their spot? No way, really? Did I do that right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure Beer on Earth is uh, the people moving into Long Live's spot. Okay. And Long Live's actually moving further down the street into uh, what some of the locals were calling a, a sketchy neighborhood, and I use air quotes. <laughs> uh, but it, it does look like a bigger facility. And it reminded me, it had the it had the feel of uh, Bissell crossed over with Bayberry, if that makes any sense. They had kind of that that modern feel with a lot of plants inside and also the, the decor and the two tiers and the size of it kind of looked like it's going to be Bissell. Um, I don't know if you, you see anything over there. Yeah, your, I'm just uh, looking that machine. it's a short walk away. I, I don't see anything like officially announced yet. Mm-hmm. You know how that is. It's kind of tricky to say yeah. we're going on this day. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of breweries make that mistake, right? You just you t- you have to under what do you what do you always say? Under promise, overperform. There you go. Yeah. So if they say they're moving soon, they really can't be wrong, no matter when when they move. So yeah, another uh, another big seasonal beer coming out soon, Mo. Uh, we're excited for this, and uh, I know you got some details for us. Yeah, KBS is coming off the line. I guess that's like the closest thing I have to a distro update. Yeah. I love KBS. Um, me too. Love it. We just had a bottle recently uh, this past weekend. We did. It, it was funny. Our our friend bought it at a local local liquor store, mm-hmm. and he was all excited because I I don't know if we had talked about it around him, maybe yeah. when we were doing the podcast like when that that night that he came and hung out with us. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he was under the assumption that he had the brand new one. Um, but it, it was the 2018 release, and I was like, oh, you know, this is great. I mean, yeah. I I don't even think I. I might have tried a little bit of that on tap, but I hadn't had a bottle of it. Yeah. And it was it was nice. I liked it a lot. I yeah. mean, I always liked the KBSs, though. Yeah, it's solid. It's It's been really, really solid. A I, lot of the barrel-age series we've talked about on the show. I don't know long. if I love it more than Bourbon County. I don't know which one I like more, to be honest. That's a good, that's I mean, a the, good debate. Yeah. That's I, a really good debate. Embrace debate. I would say my favorite one is Bourbon County, but only because they do different things with it. Yeah. So, like, you know, that beer... I feel like KBS is pretty much the same every year. Yeah, they I mean, don't do any variants or anything other than CBS, but I don't know if that doesn't really count. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't say they do any variants. Maybe the the barrels are a little different, uh, but their barrel series they put out I think yeah. seven beers a year, so they have they have similar ones. Um, they have Fruitwood that comes out. Yeah, Fruitwood. CBS. Like shit. Uh, they have um, the old bass. Oh, yeah, the, I'm just trying to think of the name of that. Dirty, dirty bastard or dirty, something like that. It's not no, ODB. back backwards there bastard. There you go, backwards yeah. bastard. That's the uh, that's and the there two. isn't doom. Doom. I think doom yeah. was like there. That, that was, was one IPA, of the seasonal ones. They do the uh, they had a malt liquor one too. Yeah. Yep. That they put out. So yeah, they do cool stuff, and that'll be on the shelves end of the month. Um, I think it's coming off the line in like a week or two. Yeah, right probably around the first dis- of spring. Probably catch distro around the end of March, early April, I would guess. 
Yeah, so we have action-packed show for you. That's what's going on around locally. Yeah, uh, late, late March, it says. We're going to get into the Price is Right beer stuff after the break. Also have some cloud water drama, take it out of New England and across the pond into the the nightmares that can happen when you're trying to run a big beer event. Like worst-case scenario. Yeah, and uh, this is just its terrible, but uh, it sounds like everything worked out, so we'll, we'll talk about that later. Uh, the weird beer stuff, as always, and we have Shelfer of the Week for you. Um, our Shelfers this week, I would say they're some of the best that, that we've had all year. I see. This is good. That means you must have brought some heat, too, because I have a good Shelfer. Yeah. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> that's pretty much all I have for this segment, but we can uh, we can discuss some other things. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be... <laughs> there we go. That's a great producer for you. Knows that I'm running out of steam and the music comes up. Thank you very much for that. Uh, we will talk to you after the break. 990WBOB.com. Noob Tap Takeover. Off to that flash start that we always have. La 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 la. Noob Tap Takeover 990WBOB.com. I'm your host, Boston Beer Benny. Back. Uh, Mo, this is our first time speaking on the radio since the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Really outrageous performance um, by the Patriots. Just a really low-scoring game. Um, and this just solidifies that Tom Tom Brady is a, a legend. And I think you have, you have some more to say about that. Boston Beer Benny, the king of segues. <laughs> Just want to remind you that tonight's 990 WBOB live broadcast lineup is brought to you by Legends Pub and Grill. Like at, Tom Brady. Yeah, Legends Pub and Grill at 1458 Park Avenue in Cranston, Rhode Island. Stop by for lunch, dinner, or a cold craft brew right up our alley. I love that. Probably grab a cool little uh, cool little brew there. For a special event or a workday pint, stop by Legends Pub and Grill. Why the hell not? 1458 Park Avenue, Cranston. I like that. Yeah, I, I like that sponsor. That's a great one. I could read that all day. I could. Some I could go food. there, eat, drink yep. all day. Legends. Can I be merry? <laughs> I'm sure you could. All right. You're gonna be merry after this great game. That we have. Another great segue. <laughs> uh, this is the Price Is Right. Um, oh, Mo and I noticed uh, a local trend that's happening. Not just locally. This is actually a national trend. The beer swag has become outrageous. Okay, so I just wanted to. Put the, the outrageous beer swag that I've been noticing across the country into a little game show called The Price is Right. Everybody's heard of it. Mo, uh, if you would, come on down. Yeah, what's the theme song there? I, I forget dun, how it goes. Yeah, yeah. If we had the music, we would play it, but that's good enough. So, Mo, you know the rules. I'm going to read to you the item. I'd like you to give me your best guess. Oh, oh hi! I'd like you to give the best guess, uh, and if you go over, you lose. If you nail it, you win a hundred dollars from Pharaoh's wallet. Nice, <laughs> and, nice, nice, nice. Uh, and if you bid under, somebody has a chance to steal it from you. Okay. Uh, if we could turn the music down just a scotch. Uh, <laughs> item you. number one from Aslan Brewing, out of Herndon, Virginia, Mo, one of your favorite breweries. One of my favorites. They partnered up with uh, Yeti Research Company to bring their fans genuine leather mitts. Durable, water-resistant, and Sherpa fleece-lined. They are hand-branded, baked, and they have finger inserts, Mo. 
what does it mean to bake a glove? I think they just, you know, they're curing it. Okay, really like you're beating an old, uh, an old mitt. Um, so wow. I know this is something that you would really love. I, so what's the, uh, what is your price here on this? Uh, okay. Um, Sherpa lining. That's tough. Sherpa lining makes me think it's going to be higher end. And it's Aslan and Yeti. I mean, yeah. don't get much better than that. Oh, damn. And Yeti. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say 50 bones. Ooh, sorry, Mo. I'm <laughs> 30, over? <laughs> $35. That's, that's it? it? That's unbelievable. Yeah. They sold oh. out in a flash. I actually looked to see if I could find any on the secondary market. Couldn't do it. No, that means you should have charged more if they sold out that quick at 35 bones. Yeah. I mean, what better way to, to hold an Aslan beer, nice cold one, than in your Sherpa-lined wow. uh, leather mitten? I thought it was going to be honest. I thought it was going to be like 60 bucks. So I said 50 to be like kind of conservative. <laughs> Moving on, uh, one that you you probably know the price of this, but we're going to go over it anyway. Mm, um, I think I remember. Joe Farrow's favorite brewery, Treehouse Brewing up in Charlton, Mass. They recently purchased a farm, which we talked about on the podcast side of things, um, but we didn't mention it on the radio. But they recently purchased a farm in Connecticut. And they plan to offer farmer's market type items at their farm and apparently the brewery as well because we've seen these items recently. Mm -hmm. I present to you a six-pack of farm-fresh treehouse eggs from a chicken cased in a plain egg carton stamped with the treehouse logo. Mo, give me a guess at the price of this item. Ooh, treehouse logo? That's going to bring it up. Um, I believe these were $5, if I'm not mistaken. Wow. Incorrect again. But you are under... You are oh, okay. under. It's eight dollars for oh. for a half dozen eggs. Really? Yeah. So, That's kind of crazy. Yeah. That um. <laughs> All right. So I did technically win. You did technically. Win. Nobody stole it from you. Right. Nice. Nice. Eight dollars for a six pack of eggs, Mo. You gonna buy those? That's a uh, that's an expensive omelet, my guy. Yeah. Uh, we used to buy farm fresh eggs, but I want to say we were paying like five six dollars for a dozen. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, I mean that's roughly double the price. A lot of people were outraged, but they are treehouse. They probably taste I mean, like you, Julius. This is why. I, why do people get so mad about this? If you don't want them, don't buy them. <laughs> I, I, I don't, don't get, get it. it either. I really don't get it either. Uh, but moving on, item number three, Mo. Okay. Uh, from our friend Josh Aldenberg of Red Castle Soap, we have for you a soap and lotion combo. This is an actual bar of soap and a bottle of lotion made by Josh Aldenberg of Red Castle Soap. The soap is made with actual beer from Jack's Abbey, standard bar of soap size, and the lotion is a four-ounce tube that contains beer as well. Mo, this is a great gift pack that yeah. you can give to any one of your beer-loving friends. For sure. Give us your best guess on how much the combo would cost. All right. Um... Well, if Josh is listening, I mean, I hope I don't do him a disservice by getting this one wrong. <laughs> I didn't actually check the price point of a lot of his items. Okay. I, um, I did check out some things on his site, but I would say for a bar of soap and a four-ounce tube, he's a respectable guy. I'm going to say he's probably low-balling. I'm going to say $9. Whoa. $9. Yeah, for the bar of soap, maybe. Okay. $20 yeah. Ooh, for okay. both of those items. All right. Uh, his bars, bars of soap, I actually talked to him this morning. Range from six to eight dollars, okay. uh, and his lotions can go anywhere from seven to twelve dollars, depending on on okay. what his margin is. So, Ugh. great gift set. Twenty bucks—that's a steal. Yeah, that's not that bad. I, I was playing really on the low side there. I didn't want to yeah. go too high and then you know make a make a friend of the show pissed off because I said you know thirty bucks. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, our interview—we actually have an interview with Josh Aldenberg coming out on the podcast this Friday. Yeah. Uh, so be on the lookout for that. iTunes N E W B D. You can see that interview. 
Item number four, Mo, moving on, our friends at Hophead Farms. We hope to have them on the show soon. Yeah. From Hickory Corners, Michigan. Did you know that? Hickory Corners. I just knew they were in Michigan, but great name of a town. Yeah, they are offering hops from all over the country and the world, as well as homegrown hops on their farmland. And I present to you a popular Slovenian hop, Mo, Dragon. Mm. We've talked so much about this recently. A lot of breweries doing great stuff with this. Uh, The amount of hops is one pound. This one pound bag of hops is dominant in strawberry taste with a slightly herbal note. Mo, give me a price. I have no idea what a pound of hops would cost. <laughs> right? I, this was fascinating no to clue. me. No uh, clue. This was absolutely fascinating to me. And this site is great. I highly recommend you go on hophedfarms.com. Check it out. They will deliver it right pound, to you. A pound of hops. A pound of hops. Um, I, I'm just going to throw out a random amount here. Uh, I'm going to say $30. Sixteen dollars. Ah, damn. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you. I'm not you. doing so well. No, man. not really. This is not great. But I do applaud you for for giving that guess because their uh, their bags come in one ounce, okay, one pound and fourteen pound. Oh, damn. Which I was like, wow, that's that's really cool. But you can order a pound of hops for just sixteen bucks. Hophead Farms. I I probably should have aired on the lower side there. I mean, I know a lot of homebrew recipes are calling for like two ounces of hops. Yeah. So like. People wouldn't be home brewing if two ounces of hops was costing you like ten bucks. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it, my math just wasn't lining up there, or I, I was panicked. Yeah, and this is just a little disclaimer that I saw on the site. They actually had uh, an asterisk that said all hops are kept below freezing. So I don't know if okay. they come frozen. I I don't know. I don't know how the hop hop stuff works. No. I just drink it. Yeah, right. I don't like like I always say. I don't brew it. I don't pretend to know about a whole lot about brewing. I just know the real basics, and it helps me get through a pint. But yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't know anything about the freezing of the hops, but yeah. And we'll go on to our final item tonight, Mo. And I will give you an advance hint. This is our most expensive item of the night. That would okay. require that I remember the prices of the other items. <laughs> exactly. Though. And we'll take you up to Allagash Brewing in Portland, Maine. They offer many great beers, but today we're going to talk about a bike jersey. Oh, God. That's right, a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> I bet that's cool. I ride a bike. bicycle. <laughs> uh, that's right. This uh, is a jersey, and it's designed for cycling performance and comfort. Uh, Quick-drying fabric, anatomical fit, it actually said in the <laughs> listing, with extra length in the, ble- in the back so your riding companions don't get a peek at the crack. Okay. Uh, front zip with three pockets in the back for storage. Beautiful yellow with Allagash art all over this bad boy, Mo. What's your wager? I was going to ask you if it was yellow because I feel like that changes the price because yeah. doesn't every bike rider want to wear yellow? <laughs> it's like, But it's not like the golden yellow like you're leading the Tour de France. Okay. It's the pale yellow like the front of Allagash white. Okay, that makes a little more sense. Yeah. Wow, a bike, a bicycle jersey. <laughs> yeah. Excuse um, me, Mr. Schwinn freaking out. <laughs> Who asked you to ride a bike? <laughs> um, what was the most expensive item? The gloves were the most expensive item, right? They were. Thanks. Yep. So thirty-five. So I'm gonna say like fifty bucks. Well, you would be wrong, but you are under Mo. So nice. technically, you win sixty-nine dollars. Holy smokes! And the amazing Man. part about this is this is actually like a trend. <laughs> this is a, this is a, has them. This is a trend. Yeah, Treehouse has them. I've seen them at uh at um. What's the brewery in Vermont that I hate? Alchemist has them. Uh, <laughs> Allagash has them. So these are all over the place. Um, and actually, wow. the one that I saw 
when I googled $9. when I was googling this one because I remember seeing this in Allegash and thought it was ridiculous. Yeah, Stone has one also sixty nine dollars. Wow. Apparently sixty nine dollars good deal it's for a bike. It's gonna be like that jersey. microfiber, you know, like you said, like it's dry, quick drying yeah. fabric. You know, it's like one of those probably dry doesn't fit type things. it probably doesn't chafe the nipples. Right. If I had to guess, throw some band aids on there <laughs> if it does. But yeah, so uh, that is it for the prices, Ramo. Thank you. Fun. Thank you. You go home with a great prize uh, motorboat that you have to share so with sixteen of your friends. How much money did I get from Pharaoh's wallet? Uh, at least you did, you had to hit one directly on the number, so Ooh. no money from Pharaoh's wallet. Well. We have a Cloudwater Fest drama coming up. Also, weird beer stuff shelf of the week. You're listening to 990WBOB.com. Noob Tap Takeover. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you after the break. All right, and we're back on the prices, right? Mo's going to spin the big wheel, see if he can get $1 and get into the showcase showdown. That, um, that wasn't a great performance. <laughs> I mean, no, you definitely wouldn't have made it to the... Well, everybody gets the spin, right? Whether you win uh, or lose. No, you have to win one of the things. Oh, you? You, have you have to get to called up and play the mini game with Drew. Yeah. Or Bob Barker if you're, yeah, Bob. If you're an OG. Yeah. Um, and then... When you go up there and play the game, whether you win or lose that, you still get to spin Yeah, the so you again. have to win, like, the, the gauntlet with right, four right. What people. Right, right, whatever the fastest, no, what do they call that? I don't know. They, I don't know. I thought just they had guess, a name for right? it. You just guess an item. Yeah, well, they show you, like, the vacuum cleaner, and you're mm-hmm. like, oh, that's two ninety nine all yeah. day. Yeah, so I don't know if you would have made it to the spin, but mm-hmm. in this in this case, you did. Uh, so, <laughs> Mo, we are at our, our next um, topic of the night. It's uh, Cloudwater Brewing. Over the pond, uh, ran into a little fiasco with was it their anniversary party? It was a friends and family and beer festival. Okay. Um, so yeah, they uh, basically worst case scenario. If you're not familiar with Cloudwater, they've done some things over here. Yeah. They did a collaboration with Trillium, I think. Yeah, they're part of like that, that five brewery conglomerate that do all the big like fireplace bananas and yeah. oh, yeah, that Junction right, Junction right. and all that. They they do all that stuff. So they're in they're in Manchester, which I don't really understand the whole breakdown of England, but they're in England. At okay. the very least we can say that. Sure. Um so they had a festival planned for March first and March second, so just this past weekend. And they tied a nice little bow on it. They had breweries lined up. They had a venue. You know, they did everything that they were supposed to do. They talked to uh, the Manchester City Council about getting licensing for the sale of alcohol at a, a place called the Upper Campfield Market. Come to find out, the day of the event, um, they found out that the venue was not licensed to serve alcohol. Wow. So just, like, showing up there, This, I mean, they, they posted a blog and they really make it sound like we're walking in the door, basically, and they tell us you can't serve beer at your beer festival. Yeah. So they didn't panic, actually. They actually they posted info on what exactly was going on. They said the police were telling them that even though... Nice. Thanks, Mr. Farrell. Farrell's dropping off beers for us. Yeah, he's dropping guy. off some Tilted Barn stuff. Tupelo? Is that how you say it? Take a sip. Yeah, it's named after the dog. Tupelo. It's a black lab. Okay. Um, yes, so, yeah, apparently the Manchester City Council, the the people were lying to them, and it wasn't, wasn't licensed for beer, beer sale. So, they were faced with the unfortunate task of either canceling the venue, uh, canceling the event, 
850 tickets sold to the two uh, to each session. So they had 1,700 tickets sold, or they were scrambling trying to find a last-minute uh, replacement. So they yeah. basically put it out on their blog, on all their social media. If anybody knows of a space or spaces next to each other or spaces down the street or spaces in the general vicinity <laughs> of each other. Basically just throwing Hail Mary. Where we can, yeah, exactly, where we can store, uh, where, we can, where we can have 1,000 people to consume alcohol that isn't currently booked. They said, please email us. We will follow every lead, make every call, and beg for every favor we can. Um, so they offered refunds to everybody, yeah, uh, and then just waited for responses to come in. They even at one point were considering doing uh, tap takeovers throughout the city, yeah, and just kind of spreading out the the brewers that were supposed to attend. Like, all right, you two are going to that bar, you two are going to that restaurant, you two are going to that pub, and whatever. Um, obviously, they didn't really want to do that. That's a mess, dude. That's, yeah, that would have been brutal. <laughs> that would have been really bad. Um, but then. After being hardos in the in the beginning, the the Manchester whoever was in charge there the craft uh, I don't know whatever I said before the Manchester City Council City Council sure they all of a I sudden were like you know what screw it you can have it <laughs> so they just gave them they just gave them permission to have the have the event at the venue as as constituted with their sessions 850 people they just had to promise that they weren't the there wouldn't be any drunkenness. Oh, that's easy. That's an easy problem. So of course, at a, for this beer festival, they were like, no, there's not going to be any drunk people. Who do you? Have you never been to one of these before? Yeah. One, you're in England. Two, you're at a beer <laughs> festival. I mean, people. that's what people do in England. The yeah, weather, exactly. The weather sucks. You get drunk. That's what you do. You yeah, watch he, soccer. He posted in the original, I, I assume this is the owner, uh, or, or the ownership group anyways, of, uh, of Cloudwater. He said if they ignored the licensing team, and originally, um, before the... The city council was like, yeah, all right, whatever. Um, and if they had gone gone and done the event anyways, he would have faced an unlimited fine, which I don't even know what that means. That's <laughs> like we could just find you like an exorbitant amount of money. England is like, just like it's one hilarious. billion dollars. I picture it like the guy from DuckTales like gives you the fine. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, swims in all the coins that you oh, make. Oh, man. Scrooge, Scrooge McDuck. McDuck? <laughs> um, or he could have faced six months in jail. Well, yeah, I mean, what is, what is that though? Like, you don't get to drink tea for six months in England. Yeah, I well, don't you don't know. get those little like biscuits that they serve <laughs> crumpets, with it. Yeah, yeah. crumpets. <laughs> yeah. Really, crumpets? Yeah, sure. All right. Yeah, well, English tea biscuits. In any case, I mean, this is it's kind of surprising that they they came out first and they were like, oh yeah, you can't have this event, but then they were just like, yeah, you know what, you can have this event. Yeah, they probably heard it, heard from the Queen. What, oh, what do we got? Some breaking news. Oh, Trillium Equilibrium collab coming up uh, with some guy wearing a crazy helmet there. What's the helmet? Uh, Joe Farrow's bringing some. Uh, oh, what is this? Some drunken breaking news from Joe Farrow. Letting the ideas flow. Yeah, that is that the name of it? I don't no, know. That's just what the like post that, but says. But it is Equilibrium and That's Trillium. Cool picture. Love Equilibrium. Oh, so that is exciting stuff. That's really literally stuff. hot off the press. Hot Thank off the you, press. Well, breaking news. That's Thanks, our uh, noob tap takeover correspondent, Joe Farrow, from downstairs. Here's our downstairs correspondent. Right. Uh, he corresponds <laughs> with us on the activities downstairs, yeah, usually. Exactly. But he's upstairs. What are you doing out of your cage? <laughs> so, the uh, Cloudwater, in a bit of a pickle, but it does sound like everything worked out. Yeah, they, they just turned a blind eye to it, and they were like, yeah, whatever. And now they, they're forced with an unlimited fine. Yeah. 
Uh, maybe just, I, I don't know. I don't think there's going to be any repercussions for it because the town said it was cool. You just write them a check for ten grand, and they're like, "Nope, keep going." <laughs> <laughs> just, zero, zero, just, zero. Just keep adding Shit. it. This is getting expensive. How much money do we owe? I don't know. It's unlimited. <laughs> uh, so that is the Cloudwater drama mode. That's a that's an interesting story because um, after the worst beer fest I went to uh, recently. And it really wasn't the worst. It was just the worst situation. It was the Trillium Field trip. Mm, it was like flash right. flood raining out uh, in the wide open. It was in the Reebok campus, if anyone knows where that is, in Canton, Mass. Uh, it's the old Reebok building that they had. Uh, everything outside, they had like pop-up tents for, for some breweries. And it was, I mean, monsoon. Like, not to be confused with monsoon for Trios, but monsoon <laughs> conditions outside. People wearing ponchos. I mean, I was soaked, like completely soaked through, but stayed the whole time and had a blast. So. Absolutely broke my heart to not go to that event. Yeah. I mean, you really, it would have sucked. Yeah. Honest, I'm not lying, but the beer was good. Right. Because Trillium just adds, you know, chocolate milk or whatever they put in their beer yeah. now. They yeah, just dump it right in. <laughs> uh, Vodka. Uh, no no offense, guys. If you want to come on the show, air the, air the bad blood, we got it. You know, <laughs> come on it's not up. bad blood. It's no. just like, you know. This is what that guy said. So yeah. We have to act like it's real, real news. So I do have one more statement here before we go to break, Mo, and, and it's bad, bad news. We all know the world is a treacherous place. Uh, it is. Global warming is a real thing, despite the snow that we're having now. Okay. Um, and Where are you going with this? Bad news for beer lovers. A new study found oh. that climate change will double the cost of beer as extreme heat. <laughs> hey oh, hi. Yep, there's a lot of cats Unexpected. around. Unexpected. <laughs> That's what, that's what happens on live radio. Uh, the cost of beer will double as extreme heat waves and drought harm the barley production. You thought it was going to be hops, but it's the barley production. Leading me to into this question, Mo. If the beer prices double, are you paying $40 for a four-pack? Are you switching to Bud Light for a cheaper price, or are you going sober? Well, all right, so... Bud Light would increase as well, right? It I mean, would, I would but you could get, right. you know, let's say 30 beers for 30 bucks. Or no, 30 beers for 40 bucks as opposed to a $40 four-pack. I don't, I honestly, I don't know if I could go back and drink Bud Light or any of those light beers on the regular. Okay. I mean, even having one, like, now and then, it's yeah. like, it literally tastes like I'm drinking nothing. <laughs> and forget if, like, if I've had a beer or two, like, if I've had an IPA or if I've, I've had some other craft beers that night. Then it's literally like I'm drinking nothing. Yeah, like I, mean, I might as well just be like breathing in air. It's like sweet water. It's yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just nothing. I mean, I'd rather drink water. Going sober is like petrified. <laughs> like I'm petrified to go sober. Like what the hell would that be like? I don't know. I don't know what you would do. Like what do these people do that just don't drink beer or don't drink at all? Like what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah, I forgot who said it. Uh, <laughs> one of the presidents uh, had a quote where. I, I feel bad for sober people because the best they feel is when they first wake up in the morning. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I don't know if I could. I, yeah, I'd have to pay $40 for a four-pack. I mean, there's really. I, you, $40 the, when for faced, a four-pack. You're going 10 a can now. Yeah, I mean, when faced with the other options. All right, and this is the way I'm going to justify it. When you go to a beer, uh, when you go to a brewery or you go to a, a, a liquor store, I mean, a restaurant or whatever, and you're getting a, a pour, you're paying like 7 bucks for that pour. Yeah. You're a generous tipper. Sure. You're going to tip at least a dollar, maybe even two on that. Okay. I'm paying $9 for that draft. Okay. You know what I mean? I I'm paying $10 for my can. 
you're going to a dirty bar, paying $9 for a beer, and have to deal with jack-offs at the bar. I'm on my couch watching whatever the hell I want. Yeah, and eh, and just to be fair. Still not bad. Just to be fair. I mean, this this article does say that the the price of beer will cha- will double, but I don't know if that means the cost of making beer or the retail cost of beer because people aren't going to pay $40 for a four. No. That's just not it's not realistic. No. Um so I might be thinking that the strategy might be to try to get the best keg you can get mm. to get the most bang for your buck. Just throw I mean, like five hundred at like a decent keg, right? And uh, you know, see what you can get out of it. Five hundred on a keg is crazy, but yeah, you had I mean, some guess, other some other rando topics, right? Yeah, I got some other randos. If you want to like, if you want to vibe for a minute, yeah, I think we got a couple minutes. So, have you ever heard the saying like "beer before wine, you'll be fine," or "beer before liquor, you'll never be sicker"? Like sure. any of those? Yeah. Um, so what I found, I found a little article today because we were looking for, you know, little fillers. So the specific saying that we're addressing here is beer before wine, you'll feel fine. Okay. Implying that you can drink beer uh, before you drink wine if you make that switch. As long as beer is first, okay. your hangover won't be anything crazy. Really? Um, and, you know, because there's a bunch of just universities that look for things to study. Uh, the University of Cambridge and some German researchers actually tested this theory and published their findings last month. Um, and they found uh, that, no, that's not a thing. Well, yeah, I mean, it might be a thing for me because wine makes me really tired, so. Yeah, I mean, everybody reacts to things differently, so Definitely. it's tough to yeah. say. But they tested people. They had people just drinking beer, people just drinking wine, and then they had a, another group of people drinking beer and then wine, and they had another group of people drinking wine and then beer. Yeah. So they covered all their bases, I feel like, with that. They tested things like... Um, their hang well obviously they tested they called it their acute hangover scale so they they uh broke it down into parts thirst fatigue headache dizziness nausea stomach ache increased heart rate and loss of appetite so they really like went in depth wow, here yeah that's and it doesn't say what the sample size was so i don't know if this was six hundred thousand people or <laughs> nine, nine nine people but yeah. um you know it could it could have been nine for all i know um but it sounds like yeah, there's no just no correlation. They say no matter what you drink, if you overindulge, you're gonna have a hangover. Well, yeah, I mean that's that's pretty basic. I mean, I always thought it was beer before liquor. Not, beer, beer before liquor, yeah, you've never been sicker. Yeah, liquor before beer, you're in, you're the, in clear. the clear. See, I don't know who would drink beer and wine on the same night. I mean, I mean, you could really say anything before beer, you're in the clear, just because it rhymes. Of course, and I usually do say that. Yeah, I almost always say that. I mean. Just like the on part of my take, they always say I always take tails because tails never fails, and then, well, tails always fails also rhymes. So sure. kind of uh, get. Yeah, so you know it doesn't really matter if you drink. No, just, you you got to pay the piper. You know. Yeah. You just stay hydrated. Yeah, stay hydrated. Wake up early. Take the struggle bus to work. You'll yep. be fine. You know. Yep. We all pay, do it. You got to pay for the time. So, um, leading up, we have a great uh, weird beer stuff coming up for you after the break. We also end it with show for the week. We'll give you some news on the podcast side of things. 990WBOB.com, Noob Tap Takeover. We'll talk to you in a little bit. That's about it. I guess I ain't about it. Estimate that if I rap for 20 years, I'm bouncing. Probably going to counseling. Or I might just stick All right, around. we're back. 990WBOB.com, Noob Tap Takeover. That is uh, They Ain't Woke by Risky Biz, at Risky Biz Music on Instagram. 
Their new album, Not Another Seven Song Album, is out on Spotify. You can also find uh, Bob Awesome doing new stuff, too, yeah. on YouTube, some music videos and stuff. Uh, thank you to them for all of our intro music and our podcast intro music as well, Mo. But we got to pay some bills before we get into the weird beer stuff. Well, I thought you were going to go with Risky Biz, True Legends of Industry or something, <laughs> and segue me again. Because um, as I as I iterated to you before, I will reiterate now, tonight's all-new live lineup is brought to you by Legends Pub and Grill. Don't forget to check out our past cast page for all your favorite WBOB originals like Bartholomew Town Radio, Well Played, The Wild Side, Shock Treatment, Noob Tap Takeover, yeah, and say. more. <laughs> all brought to you by Legends Pub and Grub in Cranston, Rhode Island. I was going to say, how are they going to write a, a read for us and not have our own podcast in there? Well, I mean, they, they did play our commercial. Yeah, I mean, well. Which was really cool. True. That was a very cool commercial. If you got time, download the podcast, listen to it back. Yeah, right. And um, you'll you'll be able to hear it's kinda, how awesome it was. I imagine that's like hearing your song on the radio for the first time. Yeah, it was kind of shocking. You know, like you get excited. Like I almost wanted to like call Jess and be like, oh, did you hear that? <laughs> Turn on the radio. I, I'm on the radio, <laughs> but did you also hear the commercial on my radio show? It's don't, awesome. Don't pay attention to my one-hour show. No, just listen, just to, listen to it right now. 90-second commercial. Uh, but we are toward the end of the show here, Mo. We so are. we have weird beer stuff. Take us home, Betty. And show for the week. Uh, you are uh, you are in charge of this weird beer stuff. Oh, yeah, I got yeah. one. <laughs> I got one of those things. I got one of those weird beer things. Yeah, there it's that getting we toward about. the end of the night there. Uh, yeah. So what, what do you got for weird beer stuff? Um, ben, this is a craft beer podcast. Am I correct? It is. It, it is. is. Um, have we ever talked about Paps Blue, Paps Blue Ribbon? Uh, not positively I don't or, think. or in a yeah. uh, favorable tone, but okay. no. Well, today's the day. All right. I'm in. So Paps Blue Ribbon, everybody knows it as PBR. Yep. Those are the 16-ounce cans you get for like a buck, two bucks. Two bucks, baby. Two dollars yeah. PBR pounders. If it's more than two dollars, you turn around and walk your ass right out of that box. That's yeah. ridiculous. See, this, is, this ties into our uh, plan of price of beer doubles. Yeah. PBR Ooh. comes into play. So. Oh, it probably does. Yeah. I mean, it definitely does, but I mean... Well, maybe even that. more the next thing you're gonna talk about. Think about four dollars for a Pabst Blue Ribbon is just nuts. Yeah. But anyways, um, so they are throwing their hat into the craft whiskey arena. Okay. You know, a lot of a lot ah. of breweries and uh, you know the craft spirits uh, market is growing. Yeah. Um, now that the craft beer market has kind of become a, a little saturated, we can say a lot of breweries are trying to find other ways to make a couple bucks, pay the bills. Some are doing craft cocktails. Or um, what's, what's the word I'm looking like for? Like the mixed drinks. Yeah, uh, like the, the spike cells. Exactly. Stuff like that. Um, Paps Blue Ribbon is looking in another direction, and they may be trying to, I don't know, distinguish themselves a little bit. So they're partnering up with New Holland Brewing, Yeah. Um, which we know I, we discussed on the way up. Pretty, that's yeah. the Dragon's Milk I'm people. pretty sure those are Dragon's Milk, yeah. So they also have their own distilling portion of their company. Okay. So Paps Blue Ribbon is going to hook up with them. And they are going to debut a Paps Blue Ribbon whiskey sometime in 2019. Yeah, that's a that's a terrible name. I mean, yeah. just just being honest with you. Oh, if you think the name is terrible, you should see the <laughs> ribbon because it looks. Ju- I mean, it, the label it looks just like the can. Exactly. Like if you. It's pretty. Okay, close. I understand that the the recognition of the name Paps Blue Ribbon is one thing, yeah. but if I was to go to pick out a, a craft whiskey, and I was going to compare the taste to a uh, you know Paps Blue Ribbon. I would probably pass over it, in my opinion. Uh, would you really? I don't know. I they're not sharing full details at, at this time, so I, I'm interested to see like 
if it has anything to do with beer. Maybe they're just using like their their barley or their their wheat from their beer. Like, is it gonna have anything to do with their beer, or is it just like a side project, like a full on side project? Yeah. You don't think you would try this? No, probably not. No, like not even like remotely interested. I mean, you see this on the shelf, and you're like, oh, we talked about that, and continue walking. Would I mention it if I saw it on the shelf? Sure, I might mention it, but I I wouldn't try it. it. No, I mean, if I was at like a tasting and and they had it, you know, I mean, sure, I'll try. I'll try it if it's free, right? If it's right. free, it's for me. Well, I mean, you're killing my, my final question then. Oh, so. I'm sorry. Go ahead. What I, was <laughs> I was going to say how much would you pay for it, but obviously uh, that question is $0. Do, do they have a price point on there? No, they don't. They don't. I'm going to say that's a $30 bottle all day. Okay. Um, it I, is, I wouldn't it's pay It's going to be a 40%, so it's going to be 80 proof. Yeah. Just like a See, I, the, I never understood the, the craft. I, I mean, I guess I get craft whiskeys a little more because they get aged in different things. Never understood like the craft vodka, or craft, you know, craft, craft vodka gin. to me is just kind of stupid. Right? They they all kind of taste exactly the same. I I do get different notes of whiskey and bourbon because again they're aged on different woods and things like that. But um, so oh, I don't know. I don't know what's happening over <laughs> yet. But okay, yeah, I'm I'm interested. To, I'm I'm mildly interested. So I, this isn't like one of those like really weird things that we do sometimes for yeah. this segment. But I do think it is kind of weird because it's. A brewery, A, that we don't talk about, and really nobody talks about a whole lot. Yeah. And two, it kind of just represents, we've we've touched on it on the on the podcast side. I'm pretty sure we've brought it up on the radio before where breweries are just looking for another way to yeah. to maybe pay a couple bills. And, and for a brewery like this, I, I, I haven't seen their, their statements lately, you know, their <laughs> quarterly, quarterly revenues, but it can't be good. Yeah. Their shareholder statements. <laughs> it can't um, be great. The yeah, board I mean, is pissed. It, it is. It just shows, you know, times are tough for the big guys. And, I think so. And they got to figure out a different way in. So they, they, I don't know if they're independently owned or if somebody else owns them. I, I really don't know much about that. No, I, I thought they were owned by Coors, to be honest, they but be. I, I might be I Honestly, wrong. I don't know. It might be the other way around. Uh, so we've come to Shelfer of the Week now. Shelfer of the Week is a beer that you can go to your local store that you buy beer from and find an awesome beer that will supplement your uh, supply while while you can't get to a brewery. Um, so, Mo, I'll lead it off with my Shelfer of the Week. Nice. I'm not sure if you can find it locally, uh, but you definitely can get this on the shelf. More. I am in a Beer of the Month club, and I did receive this as one of my uh, one of my beers. It's from a brewery called Oso, O apostrophe S O. I believe it's like Oso oh, Good type of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, it's from Plover, Wisconsin. It's a beer called Night Rail Porter, six point seven percent. Really, just like a standard porter. I, I would call it a baseline porter. We we've talked about it on the show before. Baseline IPAs, uh, baseline stouts. I would call this a baseline porter. Really, really good. It's a three point seven three on Untapped, which is. Um, which is pretty low, but it does have like over a thousand ratings, so it's in a pretty good spot. I, and I I thought it was great. And this time of year, I'm drinking a lot of porters, kind of cleaning out the cellar. So night rain, uh, night rail. I thought it was porter rail. Oh, I don't know. I see night rain. Is that what it is? Night rain. Yeah. Well, you know. night rain porter. Sure. Oh, so Plover, Wisconsin. Yeah. Yeah, night, yeah. night rain. Well, I was just trying to see if what the rating was. I didn't know you were going to include it in your review because we don't share our notes beforehand. Yeah. Um, cool. But yeah, I wanted to check it out. Three seven three is not bad. No, it's not bad. And that's a respectable like, score. Yeah, it's you know you don't find too many good porters anymore. So no, it's true. I thought this was a delight. I got uh, in my beer of the month. They send you a twelve pack. 
So I got some Ipswich, and then I got, they did a, a red ale from okay. Oso. They did a porter, and then they did uh, in West Coast IPA, which. Are you going to continue this? Are you going to go on with the beer club? I think club? so. I don't know. I don't know how many months they got me. But oh, all right. I have too much beer as it is, so to okay. get 12 more beers a month that I have to choke down is, uh, you know. I got just Another a wine feat. club membership. That's for worth our anniversary. it. That's expensive, dude. Yeah, we did it. We we got it initially on our honeymoon because yeah. we were like out there just spending money. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gives a hell? You mm-hmm. know, who gives a shit? But um, we like we cut it off at one point because we're like, this is this is kind of dumb. This is like an added expense that we don't really need. Yeah, if you're not uh, cellaring stuff, you know, I mean, yeah. What well, are you I doing? mean, we, I have been mm-hmm. since my days of selling wine. Like, I have some pretty good stuff down in the cellar, like some pretty expensive bottles. So I'm building up a pretty good collection. This is more for like stuff that she can drink now, so she's not drinking that stuff. Yeah, because I have plans yeah. for that stuff. Oh, I got you. I'm gonna turn that into beer at some point. I like that. Like uh, you know, Jesus turning <laughs> wa- water into wine. I'm turning wine into beer. Why do you turn this segment <laughs> into your shelf of the week? All right, my shelf of the week is from a brewery in Hopewell Junction, New York. I'm gonna take you back there, Ben. Oh. You remember Hopewell Junction? HWJ. Yeah, yeah. right, of course. Uh, Sloop Brewing. Ooh. A brewery new. I could have used this as a distro update, I guess. Yeah. Because they are new to mass distro. Mm. Relatively new. Uh, they're, they can be found at a, a liquor store local to us. Yeah. Who, if they would just respond to my emails, <laughs> we could mention their name yeah. on various programs. Um, but, no, they uh, have a beer called Juice Bomb IPA that I'm really excited to go and grab. It's a 404 on untapped, so it hits my mark of 4+. plus, six and a half percent New England-style IPA. Obviously, everybody's brewing these nowadays, but being that it's a juice, the name of it is Juice Bomb, i got to think this one's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it's a hazy, golden, unfiltered IPA. Uh, features all the aspects and nuances of full hop flavor, providing an upfront but easy drinking beer. Nice. Sounds I, like my cup of tea. I think Sloop was most famous for their no pumpkin IPA that just came out last fall. That's and true. And the, the anti-pumpkin beer movement. That's true. So they did do that. I think that was their famous thing, along being a great New York beer company. But um, that is it for Noob Tap Takeover, Mo. That's all um, we got. But we do have the new podcast coming up, some great interviews. Again, Josh Aldenberg coming up this week. Uh, we have some good shows, and we hope to have some bigger guests coming up in 2019. But thank you again for joining me on the radio side. Excited to be back. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Always we nice have, to come up here with you. Yeah, we have some big plans in the works. Uh, next month, try to have... Uh, Jeff from Startline Brewing talk about the marathon. But yeah, that'd be cool. we got to we'll reach see. back out He's too. a busy guy. So yep. uh, that is it. Noob Tap Takeover, 990WBOB.com. We'll see you around uh, on the podcast side or on the radio side or at another time. Love you guys.